Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. Dynamic duo. Don't feed me crap. Of Boston Sports Radio. Yeah, get it right, stupid. Felger and Mass. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook on 98.5, the Sports Hub. Mac Jones is of a certain generation of athlete where all of these guys, they want to feel included. They want to feel like they have ownership over what's going on with their jobs. And I think there's also evidence that Matt Patricia is not really that kind of coach, you know, based on what he did in Detroit and based on what's going on right now here in New England. I don't think that that sort of two-way street is is functioning in Foxborough the way it is, say, in Cincinnati, where it was recently reported that the coaches in Cincinnati gave Joe Burrow and his teammates a lot more leeway, a lot more ability wow. to change their plays at the line of scrimmage and, and have more say in terms of the game plan week to week, and they've taken off. And Joe Burrow looks like one of the MVP candidates in this league right now. I think the Patriots, they're not the Bengals, and Mac Jones isn't Joe Burrow, but I think they would love to have that kind of leeway as well. That was the final piece to that. You hit on it earlier. It's generational, Murray, and it's annoying. Believe me. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but hashtag I stand with Patricia on this. <laughs> this just annoys me. It's a generational thing, and now I'm an old grump. So get out of here. Chain of command. No, the play, we should be coaches too. Shut up. But Burrow's doing it. He's good. They're good. They have a better offense. Shut your yap and, okay, we'll take some of your input. We'll put it on the whiteboard. And then when you walk out of the room, we'll erase it and ignore you. I mean, you know who also feels this way is Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets. We yeah, don't, We don't right. need a coach, man. Ugh. Like, you know, we're, we're, that's just a construct. Well, you guys are going a little bit far with this. I mean, basically what, what Phil is saying, that the players are saying, is that, all right, we had last year, the first year in the system, and, you know, it was pretty conservative. I mean, they really, you know, McDaniels held the reins pretty tight. Um, you know, to keep them going with a rookie quarterback, a bunch of new guys. and But there is some freedom built into the offense, and they figured they would take another step with that this year until Bill decided to do what he did with the coaching staff. And, and you know, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, thinking that they had all these brilliant ideas, said, well, we're going to get faster, and we're going to get – so this is what we're going to do. And now they look at it and they say, you know, why did that need to happen even more? I mean, you know, if, if they just would have kept the continuity going, I think everybody would have been a lot happier. I just think they're still in a really shaky place. They are. If, There's no question. If Kingsbury just kicked that field goal, I think they lose. If Kyler Murray doesn't rip his knee, I think they lose. I think they're teetering and ready to go in the other direction. And the Cardinals saved them from themselves and saved them from that. We'll see how much longer that lasts, though. But all those underlying problems, they're still there. All right, back to your phones here, as promised. 
Uh, we've got uh, Fred in Norwood. Hi, Fred. Guys, um, Patricia explaining how he's used to fiery guys uh, with Mac. It, it reminds me of when he said he's responsible for the greatest Super Bowl play with, the, with Butler that he had nothing to do with. He mentions Brewski, McGinnis. He had nothing to do with coaching those guys. And I, I know why he lies about his resume. Because when he was D coordinator, remember the Philly Super Bowl? The defense sucked. Okay. His defense still won Super Bowls. But he, I, I know he was on the staff probably as a lower-level guy towards the end of that run with Brewski. And, you know, Patricia started in 04, 05. So he was around. But, Caller, you're so right. To sort of, like, attach him to, like, you know, I've coached some fiery guys now. Like, Brewski and McGinnis. Like, dude, you had about as much to do with that as the security guard. And I say right, that with all, like the, all due up, respect. He was, like, picking up their towels. Exactly. If you look at the timeline, he had nothing to do with him coaching Those them. Those guys just can't help themselves, can they? I know. It's, it's pathetic. unbelievable. It's pathetic. It really is. Invoking Teddy Bruschi and Willie McGinnis. I mean, if he wants to go like uh, Revis. Yes, yes, yes. That well, those team. guys. Right. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Go nuts. Hightower in his prime. Jamie Collins. Like, I get it. Know, he's going to tell about how, how, how it was working with Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> He'll do that. And Matt in uh, California. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, guys. Patricia and George are frauds. We all know that. We've beaten it to death. But, you know, it blows my mind that an old school coach like Belichick would allow his line to get like this. It, it just absolutely blows my mind. I think a better line uh, that would allow for Mac to have more time would suppress some of, some of this dysfunction. You know, if they had some success, some wins on offense, it, it wouldn't get to this point. So do you think, well, obviously get to the season first. Do you think besides getting rid of these two boobs, the number one priority has to be on the offensive line? Well, I'm going to ask something at very end of that in 10 questions, but – is the problems on the line, Greg, more individually talent-based or scheme-based or coaching-based? Ooh, good question. With Thank this you. group, um, I think it's coaching-based. There's no – this 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 collection on the offensive line is way better than the way that they played. It's not even close. Okay. Uh, more on that coming up. Here's Dan in Springfield. Hi, Dan. Yeah, I was just curious. I don't understand why NFL teams consistently burn timeouts instead of take the delay a game – in this day and age of the NFL, you can make up five yards pretty easy, unless you're the Patriots, but you can't get a timeout back. And I never understood why teams don't just take the five yards. I Agreed. get it on third and one, a third and goal from the one. I agree with you. You don't want to make it third and six. Dan, I agree with you. I mean, maybe the Patriots aren't this team. It's, they're not what I'm just about to say. But again, if you are the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, if you're one of these teams, maybe now the Philadelphia Eagles, that you come out there and your quarterback flicks his penis and gains 17 yards, why would you worry about the five? Especially on first down. You know, third and two, you don't want to be third and set. Like, I mean, situationally, I get it. On the one-yard line, okay. But if you're a, a real offense with a real quarterback, i just swallow the five yards. I would. Yeah. and Especially in the second half. Where the Patriots are, they're just like, all right, we have enough negative plays on our own. Like, we don't need to... Uh... You know, give us another. Well, so, and maybe the Pats, unfortunately, are not one of those teams. Anytime yeah. they get behind the sticks, it's over. So that that is actually more important to them than other teams. Mike on the Cape. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, guys. Uh, Greg, I wanted to ask you, um, the organization and especially the Crafts, how do they feel about Bill putting his friendships and wanting to pad his buddies' resumes with offense over the development of Mac Jones in the second year? I mean, Tony and Jim may be right. He's not the guy. But we certainly can't judge it off this year because they set him up to fail. Okay. I mean, I get to your column last week, Greg. That was, oof. They're like, whoa. 
Uh, heat like it's getting smoky in here. It was a, Trust it was me, a I was I was surprised. I mean, I was just you tell know, us what you know. Tell us what you go ahead. So, as far as where where the crafts are. Um, Trust me, from the very beginning, they have been as dubious about this experiment as anybody. But they said, well, you know, Bill's earned the right. And but at the end, and even Robert said, like, you know, but but I'm results oriented. And, you know, you combine the three years with a playoff victory and, and, you know, they, they know this was a crucial year. And Bill was taking a big risk. And I think... The sense that I got from, and, and really I was just researching, like I did a huge opus on the offense this weekend about how it got this bad and why it's so so bad this now. And, and But people were saying things to me about, they were emphasizing this game, like in a very strange way. And I was just like, you know, when I'm asking, what do you mean about this game? What's, and they wouldn't say much and, and I'd ask, and that sent me to other sources and I, and nobody would come out and say it, but there, there was a real fear in certain aspects of this organization that this was careening off a cliff, that if they didn't win this Arizona game, that there was a legitimate chance that they were going to finish with seven straight losses to finish the season, <laughs> six and 11 after being 10 and seven last year. You know, that would have dropped Bill to, you know, something like 23 and 28, 29 since Brady left the door. You 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 put on top of that the way they finished 2019 down the stretch after Thanksgiving. And I, while I don't think, I, you know, the sense that I got wasn't that, like, that Kraft was going to, you know, fire Bill. You know, as, as soon as the season ends, uh, we've released Bill. No. I mean, he, you know Kraft. He never wants to be the bad guy in anything, mm-hmm. ever. But I think the people that I talked to, they were playing things out. That if they lose this game, now it's seven straight losses. Now Kraft has to come down hard on Bill. And you think Bill, at 70 years old, after all he's done, you think he's going to go in there and, and react well to Kraft saying, you need to do X, Y, and Z on offense. I actually do. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I do I, think there's a. I, I do think at the end of the day, I thought that would happen. I mean, I think he's going to just give in because he doesn't want to start over somewhere else. Correct. And also, he has it the way he wants it. And I, that's why I said, I think it was on here or on TV with you, where I said the Crafts have more leverage in this situation than I think people realize. Definitely, because Bill has it exactly what Nantucket, his kids. All this stuff—it's exactly wired the way that he wants it. And if and if Kraft would have gone to him after the season, if it went careening down a cliff, and the Patriots finished six and eleven after finished ten and seven last year, largely no, let's say solely because of Bill's decision on the coaching staff, because the team's basically the same. Then I think Bill would have said, I think he Bill would have come. He would have been already on the phone with Bill O'Brien or somebody of that ilk. And he would have been like, Robert, I understand. I screwed this up. It's on me. Don't blame Matt. Don't blame Joe. This is what I'm going to do. This is how we're going to line things. Billy's coming back. He's going to run things. And I think I think Kraft would have been okay with that. I think we're still headed for that. I hope we are. I hope we are too. I don't know how – even if they scrap out a couple of wins here and make the playoffs, say, how does that, how does that take away what this has become? 
mm-hmm. and what they did to Mac Jones. They would need a dramatic improvement on offense down the stretch to avoid Not that. Happen, and I don't Greg. think anybody thinks that's going to happen, especially the players. Okay, we'll pick this up uh, after we do 10 questions with Badad right after this. The Sports Hub. At Mass Mutual, we believe in doing the right thing, in having each other's backs and driving progress, and we want you on our team. If that sounds like a future you want to build, explore careers.massmutual.com. Together, we move forward. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Bud Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. Bring you the very best. I honestly don't care if we suck. Michael Felger. What am I going to say something? Tony Maserati. He's a moose, though. Felger and Mavs continues now. How is that legal? On 98.5 The Sports Hub. Got to ask the question. Do you have an opinion based on if you had... You want the answer? You've got to ask the question. Do you have an opinion based on if you had to go with your gut, what, which way it would go? Uh, Sometimes you have to ask it over and over and over again. Why, 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 why? This is 10 Questions with Greg Bedard and Felger and Mass on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Nice right, it's that time of the week. 10 Questions with Greg Bedard. He's sponsored, of course. I believe by Awaken 180 is an official read, I believe. That is the read at this point. That's it. Okay, he's brought to you by Awaken 180. Ten questions, ten minutes around the league, including here in New England. We have to be on time. What are our buzzer options this week, Jimmy? they got to get rid of the Rhea brothers, not Belichick. You know the Rhea brothers, right, Ghana and Daya? <laughs> Still cracks me up. Yeah, I know. We, we sort of like that one. We usually don't do jokes, but okay. Next. All right. Yeah. Uh, Connor Clifton, his game last night. Possessed. Huh? <laughs> There's some sterling uh, repartee. Yes, next. They're a freaking joke. Sell the freaking team. Okay. Right. Not allowed to say that. Don't talk to me. I don't want to hear it in my helmet. That's what Mac Jones sounds like on the field coming off. Yeah. <laughs> F. Cut the play call in. Again, more from Mac Jones. Last one. Oh, they hate him. <laughs> and a little squeakier than normal there. All right, hit it, Jimmy. Ten. Oh, they hate him. Number ten. Divvy up the blame pie for Devontae Parker being allowed to stay on the field nearly until the next play, despite an obvious head injury on Monday night. The Patriots, 51%. Thank you. How does he go from Thank you. standing up, almost falling over, to the huddle, to his position, and nobody says... Get off the field. Nobody pushes him off the field. Where's Troy Brown, his position coach, who should be monitoring his guys? Like, hey, he doesn't look right. Hey, go in there. Get get him out. So and, then, had, and then the NFL. So I had spotters at 60%, coaches at 40 I just think the spotters, that's their only job. That's it. That's what they're there to do. They're there to identify guys who have head trauma. That's it. The coaches might have other things to do. I'm not telling you they didn't see it because they obviously did or they should have if they didn't. 
But I still put most of it on the spotters. 80% is on the spotters to me. Do your jobs, you ghouls. And then 20% on the team. I just don't like, it's the league. The league sucks. The league is stupid. Goodell, the league. It's so easy. That's their job, It's so easy. Yeah. Do you know how many personnel, off-field personnel, the Patriots have at these games? How many coaches? 20? How many trainers? 10? Mm -hmm. How many guys up in the booth? Another dozen? You're telling me scores of people. Scores of support staff, coaches, trainers, doctors, okay? Dozens of those people. You don't got one or two that says, um, guys, maybe we should uh, do so." And the point is, if any of those Patriots uh, personnel did that, the coach would shoot him a dirty look like, what do you mean? We're not yanking this guy off the field. So you put it all on the league, and then you blame the league when it doesn't happen. Do you, do you Patriots, do you teams care about the well-being of your players? Obviously not. But, boy, you got another fall guy. Oh, it's the league. The league is stupid. The league sucks. Well, if you really cared about your players, you'd yank them off. So I don't know whether it's 60, 40, 40, 60, 80, 20. I don't care what the percentage is. The team deserves some blame. Next. They're a freaking joke. Sell the freaking team. Okay. Number nine, is Jimmy Garoppolo ready to – if Jimmy Garoppolo, sorry, if Jimmy Garoppolo is ready to play in the divisional round of the playoffs and the Niners are still alive, should he play over Brock Purdy? It depends on how it looks down the stretch, but mostly this game at Seattle. I mean, they've had two home games. They've been in control. The defense has dominated. This is a different environment. You know, we'll see how Purdy is, you know, in a a hostile environment. Oh, I'm jumping in. No, the answer is no. It means Purdy would have won enough to make the playoffs. He would have won his wild card game. They're going to the playoffs. Okay, and then he would have won the wild card game. Did you see their schedule down the stretch? Seattle, Washington, Vegas, and Arizona. They're making the playoffs. If they're winning and he wins a playoff game, he gets the next one. You don't put Garoppolo in then. My follow-up he's question. Not, he's not going to play. They're not going to be in the wild card round. What do you mean they're Are not going to be the one? Well, oh, everyone they have is to be except, the one? Yeah, the okay. one seed is only, is only one by. So he's going to get a – this is why I purposely said divisional round, big boy. It means Purdy would have won the wild card game. You don't yank cares? Purdy, Purdy at that point. The tough question. Tomato can game, big w- deal. What if Garoppolo's ready in three weeks? Mass, go ahead. Yeah, so look, this one, I, I in three weeks, I agree with Greg. Like, I need to see what it looks like. But I'll tell you this, right now, if you're asking me today, I'm not pulling Purdy. If he plays like he's playing right now, I'm sticking with him. Quick, Jim. Yeah, I don't think it's much. This is about Garoppolo. It's about Purdy. And I like the kid who's too young and dumb to probably realize the gravity of the situation, happy to get a chance to play. That gives him a better chance to win. If Garoppolo's ready in three weeks, he plays. I'm with you. Too much rust on Garoppolo. In three weeks, not enough rust. If it's in three weeks, Garoppolo plays. If it's the divisional round, it means the kids already won a playoff game. You don't change then. Next. They got to get rid of the Rhea brothers, not Belichick. You know the Rhea brothers, right, Garner and Dyer? Wow. Number eight, uh, the, what is the Patriots' biggest need at the draft next year? Offensive tackle, no question. Should have been this year. Knew that was coming, Maz. Offensive tackle, it's the right call. They need an offensive tackle. Good left tackle. Next. <laughs> F. Cut the play call in. You guys are boring. Left tackles. Uh, Number seven, if Tom Brady is going back to the Niners, or if Tom Brady going back to the Niners is sort of the marquee player-team pairing, you know what I mean, that could happen this offseason? Give me number two. Like, what, what, what would be the next sexiest sort of interesting pairing between a player and a team? I had a tough one with this, but I'm going to go Garoppolo back here to the Patriots. Very good. It's a good one. Maz? Uh, Devontae Adams back to Green Bay. 
That's what I, so I misunderstood the question. I thought he had to go to a team that he'd play for, but anyway. No, no, any, you know, any sort of player movement. You know, I, I think Brady to the Niners would be maybe the coolest bit of player movement. Give me a number two. How about Kyler Murray to the Jets? Maybe they realize, look, this injury is going to take a while to come back from. We're going to move on from him. They make a trade with the Jets. He goes to New York. It's a new start for him. I was going to go Aaron Rodgers to the Patriots. Put, put that a-hole with Bill Belichick? Let's see how that works. <laughs> that would be fun. Next. Oh, they hate him. Who is the one former Patriots assistant currently on Josh McDaniel's staff in Vegas that the Pats miss the most? I'd have to go with the offensive line coach, Carm Brasillo. Just, you know, if they had a real offensive line coach, they might have had a chance even with Patricia Kong plays this year. Okay, you guys don't have to answer that. It's above your skis next. All right. Yeah. Uh, Connor Clifton, his game last night. Possessed. Huh? Uh, (laughs) number five uh, rank the tool bag quarterbacks in the nfl greg and stop when you get to Derek carr i know this is murray's kind of realm here but i'm gonna go russell wilson zach wilson baker mayfield carson wentz aaron Rodgers, tom brady kyler murray oh brady's a bigger tool bag than Derek carr that's interesting Mm, murray deshaun watson aaron Rodgers, zach wilson Mac Jones, Derek Carr. <laughs> I see what you did there, Maz. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. Is Kirk Cousins a tool bag or is he just yep. a middle? Tool. He's, he's not a nerd. He's not a tool. He's a tool. He's a snap-on tool. Not a tool. Next. <laughs> F. Cut the play call in. It's our Mac Jones impersonation. This is just for Greg. Greg uh, obviously is the uh, founder, creator of... Uh, Proprietor of Boston Sports Journal. He currently has an opening for the Bruins beat on his website, correct? Yep. Connor Ryan got another gig. Happy for him. Okay. Good so you, you have an opening to cover the Bruins for Boston Sports Journal. What can you tell us about the experience? <laughs> it's been unbelievable. I mean, first of all, I put it out on Twitter, and I get some people who say, where can I reach you? Where can I send my stuff? For a reporting position. A reporter should be able to figure out my email address. Without asking for it. That's number one. Number two, don't send me your personal web page that I have to click on. Don't send me URLs that I have to copy and paste. No, no, no. Make it, how much time do you think I have? Like, seriously, just make it easy. Put everything in a PDF, put it in an email, send it. So I can, I can click on it, I can flip through your stuff, see whether you're any good or not. End of discussion. It's unbelievable how these these younger this younger generation just thinks like they can just lay it out there and you're just going to hire them. Unbelievable. So don't send links. No. Send put everything in one PDF and attach the PDF and that's yeah, how it's Yeah, if it's to a work. web page, figure out a way to print save as a PDF, then attach them all and put it in an email. What, what? you're asking them for is some effort, Greg. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit of yeah. reporting. That's kind of what reporters have to, you know, bust their butts. They have to work hard. Like, do some work. Yeah, but, Dad, can I send you a podcast I did with my brother on my <laughs> yeah. phone? A 17 minute podcast. You guys sit down. Listen to the thing. Tommy and Lynn's 17 doing it right minutes. Now. <laughs> Jimmy, do you care to uh, add anything? How about a Word document? Or does it have to be a PDF? Word document would work for me. But it got to be in one file. 
So do you hear that out there, folks? And also figure out his email address on your own. Your the reporter. best part about his email address is that it's greg at bostonsportsjournal.com. <laughs> it's on the actual tweet that Greg put out there well, saying that, was that he I needed, that out. he was looking for somebody yeah. for the Bruins spot. Uh, it's not, not exactly crack reporter. Yeah, All you have to do is go to bostonsportsjournal.com about, you know, <laughs> author page. My email address is right there. <laughs> and that is greg at bostonsportsjournal.com. Good luck out there. Next. They're a freaking joke. Sell the freaking team. Okay. You personally, Greg, or you panel, could be a beat guy. If we could go back to being just a beat guy, Greg kind of still is, but like back in our old days, Maz, when we covered a beat, if you could go back or had to go back and cover a beat, any team, any sport, what would it be? First of all, I don't want to be a beat writer anymore, and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But if I had to cover, if I had to beat a beat for one sport, it would be golf. Okay. Oh, it's brutal. You're on the road every week. Uh-huh. No, blows. Now when I'm Dallas, young, I don't the Cowboys. Care. Dallas Cowboys. It's completely foolproof. And it's it's uh what's the word I'm looking for? Evergreen. It never goes away. Whether they suck, they're good. Everybody cares. The owner talks. There's always some sort of chaos down there. I, people are always interested. It's the Cowboys. And it's the specific Cowboys for me, those 90s Cowboys, which were ultimately underachievers, the Coke-fueled 90s Cowboys. That would have been a fun beat. Mine's a boring answer, but I would go back and cover the Boston Bruins. I loved it. I love I, – I, you have to love the sport. You know, I might even help. Um, well, anyway, I just love the sport. And I uh, guys are easy to deal with. Not the sexiest thing. Oh, hockey hockey players are the best. At least when I've covered some of it in the past, they're awesome. On a lot of days, I mean, certainly, you know, leave it up to me to have them all hate me, which they did anyway. You they know, get banned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they had me banned from the <laughs> locker room. But either way, I go back and cover the Bruins. Next. They got to get rid of the Rhea brothers, not Belichick. You know, the Rhea brothers, right? Gonna and Daya. Okay, obviously, Pat's in Vegas this weekend. Greg, what do you like most about Las Vegas? What's your favorite thing to do there? I haven't been there a ton, so I'm not the best guy to ask. But, you know, just the weather in general. I mean, even during the summer, I, when it's hot as hell, when we were out there for training camp, I didn't mind it that much. So, And, and I love to play golf. So, golf. Yep. Maz? Dining. I think the dining at Vegas is good. There's a lot of good, good meals. Call. I hate it. It's it's plastic. It's fake. There's too many gross people. And if you're into it as a guy past the age of 30, you're into it for two reasons, cocaine and hookers. And if you're mad about me saying that, it's because I just blew up your spot. The place sucks. And I'm just, your answers are golf and eating? Mm-hmm. You can do that anywhere. You go to Framingham and golf and eat. Not in, July, no. not in January, though. But you're fine. You can go to Scott's. You can go to Boca. Those are the lame-ass answers. My favorite thing to do is to... Uh, day drink in the pool, drink in my hand, swim up and play blackjack in the pool. You got a couple of spots there with the bl- they deal blackjack in the pool. So like the during the day side thing, it's hot as balls. You're in the pool, drinking all day, swimming up to the blackjack table. Maybe there's a ball game. Like that's that's what I sort of like. I know that's not Mr. Sexy either, <laughs> but it's not grabbing a meal. Uh, last one. Don't talk to me. I don't want to hear it in my helmet. What's the worst experience you've ever had there or the, le- the thing you like the least about Vegas? I don't have much, but it's the flight out there against the Jetstream. Man, that is a long trip. Man. Mayweather Pacquiao, complete waste of time. Complete waste of time. I'm glad we went. I wanted to see the fight. It was a dud. Pacquiao was hurt, didn't report the injury. Complete scam, like everything else in Vegas. 20 years ago, station I was working for had an affiliation with the UFC. They sent us out there to cover the UFC event. They don't stay, we don't have, stay at a hotel. We stay at a condo complex. 
me and a contest winner go outside to smoke weed. The weed smoke wafts over to a couple of scary-looking gangbanger dudes. They invite themselves over, ask to smoke us up. I'm like, eh. Contest winner's like, sure, man. They These parasites stayed, like, would not go away, smoke meth in front of us. Oh, God. No, and then I'm like, and then they're offended we wouldn't smoke meth with them. I'm like, how do I get rid of this? And out of this situation, we're going to get stabbed and killed. So I, 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 like, paid them off with literally all the liquor and booze we had in the place just to go away. What was the thing you said about why you don't like Vegas, Murray? I just think it's plastic and fake, and the people are gross. I hate... I, Oh, past, that's, that's past, not my least favorite. I, I thought you mentioned something about strippers, hookers, and blow and that sort well, of thing. No, if you're a guy past 30 and you're jazzed up to go to Vegas, it's because you're going out there to do blow and hookers. That's it. That's, that's, my, it. that's my least favorite part. That, that's a depressing scene at 4 in the morning with that sort of thing going on in your hotel suite. Dad, I got no use for that. Just let me sit in the pool all day and play blackjack. Uh, but thus concludes 10 questions. We're back to your calls after uh, Murray gets you updated. Oh, they hate... Cambridge Savings Bank, my official bank, gets to the heart of what you need for your business. Achieving your goals is their number one priority. Because after all, you're the only one that really matters. Learn more at cambridgesavings.com slash corporate banking. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. At Mass Mutual, we believe in doing the right thing, in having each other's backs and driving progress. And we want you on our team. If that sounds like a future you want to build, explore careers.massmutual.com. Together, we move forward. Popular afternoon radio show in Boston. Some sort of prid quo quo there. Felger. Like, well, but, so, uh, excuse me. And Mass. Excuse me. 98.5, the sports up. I'm watching Mac Jones, young kid, right? Early 20s. Barking last couple of weeks, yelling. And I think to myself, yeah, I can't blame him. If this company gave me a salesperson, who's a great salesperson, and said, produce Colin's show. I'd be pissed too. They've given him a defensive coordinator to call his plays. At one point during the game, half of the throws were behind the line of scrimmage. His protection's okay, but he doesn't have anything resembling an elite wide receiver. Hunter Henry, cast off by another team, is his go-to guy. I don't think Mac Jones is a top 10 talent. Maybe I'm wrong, but he's a lot better than what he's allowed to be. Do you remember how good his numbers were last year? I think you'd be surprised. Go back. 67% completion percentage, 3,800 yards. All these numbers blow Trevor Lawrence out of the water, blow him out of the water, blow Justin Fields out of the water. Trey Lance isn't playing. That, those were his rookie numbers. I have sympathy for Mac Jones. It's like giving us a sales guy, Maz, to run the show. Scary. Moscatel. Can you imagine Moscatel <laughs> back there? What would that sound like? What, what would that be like? Oh, my gosh, please. Yeah, let's do Maz's layers. <laughs> Pats, Rams, and Steelers. Yeah, I don't know how the rest of it goes. <laughs> Maz's layers. Da, 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 da. All right, so we, we, all, we all feel for Mac Jones. The question is, does he take it too far? Is he out of line in doing all this? Uh, and we can talk about it, go back and forth. I'm, I'm less interested in that than the fact that it's happening and the fact that this is the state of the team and this is where it is. After Bill did what he did in the offseason, this has been the result. What a disaster it's been. You're... 
your star young quarterback is at the throat of his, you know, offensive coordinator. They don't trust each other. It's not working. And it's, you know, it's leading to explosions on the field during games. And, boy, what a freaking mess. I thought that the uh, – I thought the Bills game was really the bottom. And that's why, you know, people worried about – the Cardinals game, I mean, because it was one thing they came out with the same sort of game plan um, that they used in Arizona against the Bills, where it's basically like, we're just going to try to keep it close. And But once they fell behind by two scores, I think that the Patriots didn't like throw caution to the wind and say, all right, this isn't working. Let's change. Let's just go for it. Right. I think really disillusioned some of the players. Okay, back to the calls with Greg. Cy in Boston. Hi, Cy. Hey, how you doing? I have I have one point really. Um, listening to a lot of the old ex players of the Lions, no one really even liked Patricia. So I think with this new generational player, it's hard to have any kind of buy in with a guy you don't like. I mean, it, it, I get it. You may have been a good coordinator. I think that's negotiable. But the guy walks in flaunting this, you know, this resume that's really non-existent that I the mean, players don't believe in Cy. you know it's not that they like them or not like them i would hope to think that the players aren't that soft i have to like you like please but you have to have faith in the guy and i guess the days are over of the players just taking the orders if they don't believe in the guy they're going to say something about it and that's that's where we are with these guys and you know P- phil perry made that point earlier i played you the sound it's like that's what the, this generation of athlete wants. They want equity, and they want to be able to challenge and ask why and all of that. And Patricia's a bad fit for that. And you can see it, even just Patricia's public comments or the things that we've heard, the things that he said day one in Detroit is showing his rings. I've won. You guys have no idea how to effing win. You know, what, what did uh, Darius say, Slay, mm-hmm. that, you know, that Patricia yep. just belittled everything that they had done when they had actually made the playoffs. And uh, and so Patricia carries himself, and I think Belichick's tree carries himself, carry themselves this way, mm-hmm. Greg. And it's a bad, it's obviously a bad fit. Yeah, it it is. And you know, I think you know, really at the bottom line, when you talk about players and coaches in professional sports, especially and especially football, you know, there these guys are only worried about a couple things. You know, winning is nice, but they want to make money. They want to have long careers, and they're looking for their coaches to further their careers. When you talk about the the players on this Patriots offense, how many of them, is, some of them are headed for free agency. How many of them have had their, their prospects improved this year? How many players have improved on this team? One. Stevenson? That's it. Yep. I mean, and that leads to a whole lot of disgruntled uh, well, people. Maybe uh, Uche. Uh, uh, well, that, I, I I thought we just focused in just on the offense. Just on offense. Oh, all right. Sorry. Owenu. Yeah. Okay. I mean, give him that. So, right. give, you know, Stevenson and Owenu. Mm-hmm. So, so, you're running back and a guard. How far is that going to take you in today's NFL? Jesse in New Bedford. Go ahead, Jesse. Hey, guys. Um, Yeah, I mean, we really need a – from a thousand feet view, you're like, oh, well, you know, Mac ain't doing this. But I'm a big believer in Mac. And if you take everything that happened to this guy, first of all, he came into the game with no Myers. Then he loses Parker and Stevenson, his probably second and third weapons, during the game. He's working with two rookie running backs. He's got bad play design coming in. He had a high ankle sprain, had the whole team, the whole fan base and the coaches turn on him. And for this guy to do what he's doing with this bowl of crap is, is, a, is an achievement in itself. 
and I can't wait till they move on from Pluto and put somebody good back there who can challenge Mac. And that's what he's talking about, about coaching harder. He needs to be challenged, not the same boring play calls over and over. Right. From Mez, is it Pluto or does he mean Bluto? Pluto. Okay. Yeah. Pluto is a planet or a Disney character. Correct. Yeah, yes. move on from Pluto and Venus. You still a big Mac Jones believer, Greg? Well, I was never – don't take this out of context. I was – you know, basically where I was at the end of last year was I think he's a franchise guy, but I don't know. And nothing has been cleared up. That's been the biggest disappointment. Like, you know, I was really looking forward to – I thought that was a baseline for Mac Jones last year. And while it wasn't perfect, it was it was pretty good for a rookie campaign. And I figured he'd, you know, more experience in a system, more ownership – things like that, other guys around him more comfortable. I thought we'd see another step forward this year. And instead, we got this. Final thoughts with Bedard and a look ahead to the Raiders coming up in our long commercial-free segment next. You know how great your house looks and smells when it's just been cleaned? So fresh. And somehow, a clean house makes your head feel fresher, too. With a housekeeper from Care, you can reset your house and your head as often as you like for less than you think. Find a great housekeeper, set a schedule that works for you, and check cleaning off your to-do list so you can put your mind to other, more fun things. Get the housekeeping help you need at Care.com. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Now, more of Felger and Man. Now, on, on, on the Sports Hub. Play clock was getting away from Mac Jones, so he has to use a timeout. And you can see with that patch on the wow. chest of J.J. Watt, he too is a former Walter Payton. Man, that'd be... Well, we just saw some more fireworks between second-year quarterback Mac Jones and first-time play caller Matt Patricia. As we went to break, Mac Jones had to use a timeout before a second-and-twelve play. They've already had a delay of game, had more pre-snap penalties, and the frustration is bubbling out again for Mac Jones. And it's hard to blame him, to be quite honest. Well, you talked about the frustration that we're seeing from Mac Jones, and, and I understand it, and I certainly get it. And here's a look at it there during that break, and he's waving off the offensive coordinator and had to burn the timeout. you got to believe that the plays aren't coming in. We, you know, they had a delay a game, that they're not coming in as quickly as you would like. But being an offensive coordinator is a tough job. In fact, I've always felt it's the hardest job on any staff, and it's more than just calling plays. And part of it is getting a group of players to buy in, and you can tell the confidence is waning, especially with this young quarterback. And again, that was a key moment in the game, and... Where do they go from here, and how does it all stand? I think it's still very, very tenuous, very shaky heading into the Vegas game on Sunday. By the way, if you're traveling to Vegas for this game this weekend, stop by and see us. When I say us, I mean 98.5 The Sports Hub. Stop by the Win Race and Sportsbook inside Win Vegas on Saturday afternoon. We, 98.5 The Sports Hub, will be broadcasting live from 1 to 4 p.m. Pacific time. So that's that time. So if you're in Vegas, 1 to 4 that time. It's a show hosted by Hardy, Rich, Zoe, and Wallach. Wow, 
What a crew. Quite a crew. Guests scheduled to join. Julian Edelman, Drew Bledsoe, Dave Gosher, and Mike Reese. Again, what a lineup. So join the Sports Hub live in Las Vegas. Head over to the Win Race and Sportsbook Saturday from 1 to 4 Vegas time. If you can't be there in person, listen live right here after Bruins Blue Jackets at the Garden. It'll be right uh, to that broadcast. All right, uh, Greg, give me your thoughts on this ballgame. Well, first, I, one thing I forgot to mention. Did you notice that Matt Patricia tried to run an FU play? A hundred percent. I'm glad you brought this up. Absolutely. They the were. first time they actually got under center and ran play action. It well, wasn't until the game was out of reach. They were up two touchdowns. I want to say there was like three minutes left. 4.56 left. And they tried a shot play, except what what happened? I think Tyquan Thornton ran the wrong route, and I think Mac Jones just said, screw that, and just threw it into the stands. It wasn't there. Yeah. So they can't even do that right. No. They, not, not even garbage time. They can't even go back and just chuck one down the field trying to stuff it in Vance Joseph's face, and that's what you say. Exactly. F you play. They're trying to, oh, we can only throw short, Vance? How do you like this one? Take that. Except the play blew up and never had a chance. He threw it out of bounds. Yep. That's the Patriots. Yeah. All right, your thoughts on the, the Raiders. So I think this is going to be a, a tough deal for the Patriots just because, you know, McDaniels knows how to go against this defense. Um, you know, this offense is is new. They have some experience against some of the players and some of the scheme, which they saw in the summer. It wasn't quite the same thing. But, um, you know, I know that the, the win-loss record hasn't been there, uh, but this team is playing hard for him. They just haven't. They they just don't make the winning plays, and especially the quarterback. The quarterback has stretches. He has stretches in every game where he looks great and dialed in, and he has stretches that normally cost the team in like the third quarter, early fourth, where he kind of he, he'll have like two, three and outs where he just misses plays. But uh, the the Raiders have some. Ta- I mean, Josh Jacobs, the running back, and Max Crosby are two of my favorite players to watch on film. They are unbelievable. And the Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Waller, and Renfro have resumed practice today. So they could be back in the lineup for this, which would just make them more dynamic. Because so far, you know, really it's been Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams the whole year. Mac Hollins is okay, the other receiver. The um, uh, Foster Moreau, the tight end, isn't anything special. And, you know, they... They have some lesser guy. Keelan Cole is sort of a little wide receiver, but they don't have much. It's basically just Jacobs. They have big-time injury issues on the offensive line. They're already bad. They they had a rookie at left guard. He got hurt. They just cut a draft pick, and now I think they're picking people off the street to play left guard, and right tackle was already an issue for this team. Maz, you have a thought on this week? Uh, look, I think, uh, you know, the fact that these bodies are coming back, the first thing that popped into my head is McDaniels wants this game. He's probably lined it up so he'd get bodies back for the game against the Patriots. So, you know, the matchup scares me. I, I, I just think that – now, look, I, I think the Raiders' defense blows. I think the Patriots will probably be able to hang in there. Yep. But I think that McDaniels is uh, – McDaniels wants the game. Which I, team is more susceptible to hog tricking, tripping? <laughs> I think it's the Raiders. That's why the Patriots eh, will find a way It's close. To it's not like the Cardinals last week. The, the, the Raiders will definitely have spells of that. I mean, look at Carr throwing the red zone interception last week that basically cost them that game. You know, they will have stuff like that. But they, Max Crosby against whatever the Patriots have at right tackle? I mean, good Lord. Max Crosby is legitimately a defensive player of the year candidate. I mean, if I had my choice, who's more impactful? And I've watched the film of both teams. To me, Max Crosby every week fills up my sheet more than Matthew Judon. He'll get hurt fifth play of the game. You watch. (laughs) 
probably. Yeah. And there was one more thing that I was going to say <laughs> so about good. this game. But uh, yeah, I do think that the I do think that the Raiders, the ex-Patriots guys, I think they really want this game. You know, I, I, no one's told me that, but you know that would only be natural. And so you got to look out for that. Okay. Catch it Sunday here at 98.5 The Sports Hub. Big boy, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Good to see you, See you, boys. Okay, catch you next Tuesday. Uh, We got uh, two hours to go. I have something to give away for you coming up next hour as well. I want to hit on the Celtics coming off that California trip. want to hit on the Bruins coming off another win last night. Maz has a uh, pent-up Red Sox take that we want to get to, so we'll mix in some other stuff, and we'll do it immediately following Murray's 90-second update. No commercial. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $400 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that's right for you with accessories like our cycling shoes, a heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Peloton, fitness that stays with you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th, 2022. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Tread. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.